G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It is Tuesday and once again, like we do on a Tuesday, it is our regular program to bring you an update on breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines once again overnight. He's back with us. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Uh, Ron, let's start with the Israeli cabinet to rule on a COVID exit strategy as the death toll in Israel tops 2,000. What's the story here? Yeah, the first stage of the exit strategy is expected to lift 1,000 metre restriction on movement, permit the reopening of businesses that do not serve customers, allow takeaway from restaurants, and permit the reopening of beaches and nature reserves as well as reopening school for children ages newborn to six. The biggest debate is expected to be about the date the preschools will reopen and whether it will be on Sunday or later this month. Health Ministry officials have openly argued about the issue in recent days, with Public Health Services Director Dr Sharon Alroy-Praise saying on Monday that they will need to stay closed and Coronavirus Commissioner Professor Gamzu calling to open them on Sunday. The Ministry has said that it wants to see 2,000 or fewer new daily infections at a reproduction rate of 0.8 or less to begin the first phase of the exit from lockdown. That decision should be made today. All right. Ron, let's move on. The peace deals, the diplomatic ties that have been recreated uh, between nations. And now the United Arab Emirates and the Israeli foreign ministers have been meeting in Berlin in Germany and touring the Holocaust Museum together. How's the story headline read here? Quite amazing. In an emotional visit to Berlin's Holocaust Memorial, the foreign ministers of the United Arab Emirates and Israel vowed never again in the memorial's guest book. The UAE's Sheikh Abdullah bin Zayed al-Nahan wrote that a whole group of humanity were victims of advocates of extremism and hatred, adding that he and his country believe in the noble human values of coexistence, tolerance and acceptance of others and respect of all religions and beliefs. During their first face-to-face meeting, Nan and Israel's Gabi Ashkenazi, whose parents were Holocaust survivors, discussed a variety of issues in promoting relations, according to the spokesperson from Israel's foreign ministry. Speaking at a press briefing, Nan stressed that the UAE, Israel and Germany were striving to improve regional stability. Uh, Ron, let's talk about welfare for Palestinian people. Now the European Union will not give the Palestinian Authority more aid while they're refusing Israel-collected tax funds. How does that all look? 
Yeah, the EU turned down requests from Ramallah for additional aid as long as the Palestinians refuse to accept their own money because it's collected by Israel. No stopgap extra funding should be expected if they do not accept their own money, an EU diplomat said. The Palestinian Authority will, however, continue to get the aid it usually receives from the EU. All imports to the PA go through Israeli checkpoints, and Israel collects VAT and tariffs for the PA. Those funds are the largest source of income for the Palestinian Authority. Israel also collects income tax and health insurance funds for Palestinians who work for Israel. I believe the amount involved is something like 2.5 billion shekels. Mm. Hey, Ron, a little more on some of the better relationships between Israel and the Arab nations. Now, Jordan is opening its airspace to Israeli flights under a new treaty. Israel and Jordan signed a new aviation agreement on Thursday, which will allow Israeli jets to fly over the neighbouring kingdom. Jordanian flights, in their turn, will be able to fly through the Israeli airspace as well, under a treaty between Israel's Civil Aviation Authority and its counterpart in Jordan. The agreement, which is reportedly coming into effect on Friday, is set to cut the travel time for passengers in the region heading for the Gulf states, Asia, Europe and North America. And uh, and let's top off with an interesting one here, an unusual collaboration and one that some will frown on, the idea of a popular Israeli singer secretly collaborating with Iranians on a new album. How does this story go? Well, it's amazing. It's very courageous. Lerad Chahi, aged 42, an Israeli singer of Persian heritage, will soon be publishing her new album, which was created in secret while working with Iranian musicians. The bitter animosity between Israel and Iran led Chahi and her colleagues from Iran to communicate through encrypted instant messaging apps like Telegram and by wiring money through third countries such as the UK and Turkey. This caused Jay great distress as she feared what would happen to those helping her if discovered. Technically, it was very difficult, she said, but emotionally it was much more difficult. I felt night after night that I was doing a bad thing and these people could be arrested. Chahi began by contacting notable Iranian artists online. While Chahi says many were excited to collaborate, some asked to remain anonymous. Chahi's connection to Iran and Iranian culture has deep roots. Her parents migrated to Israel about a decade before the Islamic Revolution of 1979 took Iran by storm. Growing up speaking Hebrew in school and Farsi at home, Chahi struggled to create her own Israeli identity. She's made a very bold and courageous step, and uh, I pray there's much more of it. Well, it's one of those really tough ones, isn't it? Because uh, whatever she does, uh, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because I can imagine the uh, Iranians uh, fire-breathing in some sense uh, that she might have a collaboration or that the Iranians might be collaborating with a Jewish girl 
and then, of course, uh, you've got the the security issues that might be concerning for the Israeli leaders. Yeah, tough one to be able to deal with, but these days you can collaborate online with whoever you want to collaborate with, Ron. Well, I know my son produces Christian music, and lots of the background music comes from Nashville. That's right, and uh, and that's accessible simply online. And uh, and yes, just a, an amazing way that the entertainment industry might well uh, short-circuit some of the diplomatic challenges that happen between nations. Hey, Ron Ross, great insights as always. Thanks so much for scouring the headlines, as you do for us on a Tuesday, and uh, have a great day today. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.